On today's episode, we're going to talk about how the Chicago Bears could use Jalen Hurts as kind of a blueprint and how they want to grow Justin Fields' game and how they can use him as a dual threat, as a passer and a runner. We're also going to talk about who Justin Fields wants to see the Bears draft. And then lastly, we're going to dive into the mailbag since it is Friday, which is our mailbag day. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes right off the top, but let's get into it. So I wanted to talk about Jalen Hurts and how the Bears can kind of use that as a blueprint. We saw already last season uh, that the Bears took plays that they saw Lamar Jackson do, and they added that as design runs for Justin Fields. But we also know that Jalen Hurts is not a, he's a dual threat uh, quarterback who can pass and is a threat to run the ball. Matter of fact, only uh, uh, Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields had more rushing yards as a quarterback than, J- than, J- than Jalen Hurts last season. Now, Jalen Hurts is a much different runner than what Justin Fields is. He's a way more powerful runner. Justin Fields is a little bit quicker. I also think Justin Fields has arm strength that comparable, if not better, than Jalen Hurts. But one of the biggest things, if we talk about that, if we look at that as a blueprint of how we want Justin Fields to play, we first have to grow him as a passer, of course. And to do that, we have to protect him. That is one of the benefits that Jalen Hurts has that Justin Fields just does not. Jalen Hurts is is uh, protected considerably better than at any point in his season so far as Justin Fields has been. So yes, you need to get that that front line in those trenches area, which I've been talking about so often for him to grow as a passer and for us to know what we have in him, you have to address that line first. The weapons, those things can come. And when you look at Jalen Hurts and the fact that he finished the, the season over 3,000 yards passing, oh, uh, 784 84 yards rushing, that's what you want to see. If, if, matter of fact, Hurts, 3,700 yards passing, 22 passing touchdowns, only six interceptions, 760 yards for 13 rushing touchdowns, and a passer rating of 101.5. On top of that, he had a completion percentage in the 60s, whereas Justin Fields was in, I think, the high 50s, mid-50s. And so I know and I understand why a lot of people make the comparison and look at uh, Lamar Jackson, look at Jalen Hurts, look at Justin Fields. And this is kind of really just a new breed of quarterback that is really melding they aren't running quarterbacks they're quarterbacks that can run but when it comes to Justin Fields we really haven't seen his dual threat ability grow quite yet and for that to happen the Bears have to protect him a little bit more but when you look at how Jalen Hurts is used how creative they can get with 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 Jalen Hurts that's how we want and should want to see uh, Justin Fields grow into that now I'm not one for always comparing players outright and making these blind comparisons Justin Fields is going to be his own quarterback when it's all said and done. He may be more towards the run. He may be more towards the pass, whatever it ends up happening. But that is how we want to look. And Luke Getze should be looking at how they use him and do similar things with Justin Fields. We already know that Luke Getze, as I said to start this, he looked at plays that Lamar Jackson was getting. And he he added those as design runs in for Justin Fields. And so going to it, as we talk about the Bears needing to do what needs to be done to build a contender and to get there, you, you, you have to protect him first. We are not going to ever know what we have in a quarterback or any quarterback for those that even think Justin Fields is that guy if we don't 
protect, and put those quarterbacks in the, in, in positions to go through their progressions, learn, rely, and trust their their uh, trust their ability passing the ball. But trust that they're going to have time, and he's not going to get his head knocked off of him. Now, Justin Fields has to eliminate some of the things he's doing. We saw a lot of, of situations last season where he would throw the ball and it would bounce off linemen's heads, things like the back of their heads, things like that. Some of those were when he was hit. But we need to see those things go. But the Bears have to get better on the offensive line. That's period. When you look at the uh, veterans that are out there, Orlando Brown Jr., Nate Davis, Ben Powers, Mike uh, McGlinchey, uh, Dalton R- Risner, all, you, when you look at it, yes, there are going to be a nice amount, uh, I think, of mixture of young, youth and veterans on this offensive line for the Bears next season, but the Bears have to do that. And that's what they did to Hurts, to really unleash Jalen Hurts' skill set they, they, they put him in a situation where he was going to be protected. He was going to be protected. And they allowed him to be a passer while not taking away one of the things that makes him special, and that's his rushing ability. And that's what the Bears need to do when it comes to Justin Fields. I know some people are looking at wide receivers, things like that, but we need to make moves on that offensive line if we really want to see that. And I do think that if you look at Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, those players, I do think that that can be the progression of Justin Fields. Is that putting a lot on him? Absolutely. Am I a Bears fan? Absolutely. Am I having some homer takes from time to time? Absolutely. But just when you look at, again, that's why I say blueprint. I don't mean copy. He's not going to be the same as those guys. He's going to be a much different quarterback in his own right. And we want to see him turn into the best version of him. But to do the things that we need to see Justin Fields increase in and progress in, we need to see him be able to go down to to rely and trust that he's going to be a solid passer. Now, Justin Fields was also interviewed. He's been doing tons of interviews, and I suggest if you guys have not watched the interviews with Justin Fields out there, watch him. It, 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 every time he talks, and he just has a level of just I, it just seems I don't know of calmness, awareness. Now, like I don't know what it is, but you get that franchise quarterback uh, vibe from him. But he was asked uh, who he would like to see the Bears draft, and he said Jackson Jackson Smith. Uh, in Jiba, I'm probably murdering that last name, but this is a wide receiver out of OSU who was actually injured most of last season. Now, he's still projected to be in the first round, and we don't think that with where the Bears are going to draft, they're probably going to go after a player like that, but he did say that he would no doubt love if the Bears were able to get him. He did lead the Buckeyes in offense in 2021. Again, he had injuries in 2022, but he's one of the more intriguing prospects in this draft because, yeah. There's that injury history. How far is he going to go down, right? That's the question. And if the Bears do get additional first-round picks outside, like if they get multiple first-round picks in their trade, which is a possibility depending on how you look at some of the teams, could could a wide receiver like that be on the Bears' radar? Now, I don't necessarily think it. I've been telling you guys for a while. I don't necessarily think the Bears are going to go wide receiver. But, hey, we thought they would go wide receiver last year, and they didn't outside of drafting Vegas Jones. So we'll see what they end up doing. I overall, I, 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 you know, it, there's so many prospects, and I don't think we'll really get an idea of what the Bears are going to do. That's why free agency comes first. Once free agency starts happening, those that ball starts rolling, which we're not too far away from trades being able to start being done and franchise with well, the franchise tag is first. Then you can start trading things. So this offseason is about to start kicking off for the Chicago Bears here in about the next week to two weeks. And once that happens, it's just going to be a continued like snowball effect. And we'll see how serious and how aggressive Ryan Poles is going to be in the free agency market. But before we leave today, it is Friday, so that means it's a mailbag day. Let's go ahead and play this voicemail. Yeah, I think Chicago Bears, they don't go to Super Bowl this year. 
or get halfway there, I think them coaches need to be done. Just like Lovie Smith in the Texas, I think everyone of them need to be fired because that's only fair. If them guys ain't going to do no better, and if they have a season like they did last year, they got that one little draft pick or whatever they're going to do. Let's see what they're going to do. But these guys ain't no hell of a coaches to me. They just keep going from team to team to team to team to team, trying to be like Andy Reid, look like Andy Reid. But that's why they can't win Super Bowl. These guys, Jaguars and all them people, the Eagles, them guys, them coaches just getting there. And look, just getting there. So let's see what these coaches do from the coach. And all this, so if they don't go to Super Bowl or get to the championship, they shouldn't be coaching. And not at the Bears, no way. The Bears got to make a change, man. Stop getting these old mediocre coaches and all these old mediocre players. Now, I, I listen, I, I, I always in this, I try to give my best to, to you know, if, what, if the Bears don't, aren't in the Super Bowl next season, we're trying, we're talking about going from a three and 13 season. So you're saying that the Bears need to either be in the Super Bowl or get halfway there or the coaches need to be fired? The same coaches who are only one year into start? Come on, man. Like, I, it, the thing with this is, is I always say that we have a microwave mindset now when it comes to we want everything so quick and we think that it doesn't take time. And I usually say that towards the younger members of the audience, but come on, bro. Like, to say that, that the Bears need to be in the Super Bowl next season or the coaches need to be, do you have any idea what it means and what like of how to build a culture. Yet you you build up. There's there's steps that you have to go through. You are literally saying go to the Super Bowl, get not even make the playoffs, not win a playoff game. They need to go to the Super Bowl, get halfway there, or the coaches need to be fired. There's some things that I just can't get. With. There are going to be some things that you guys say that I just in no right mind of mine that I can rationalize. That makes absolutely no sense. And I'm sorry, I don't mean say that to be offensive or anything but it makes no sense to say that the bear like come on fam i get it and i and i even said i had my fan take earlier i am a like i have my takes right as a fan i do want to see this team do some things and even me saying that i do think that this team can be top 10 in defense next season without even knowing who the hell we're gonna sign or how we're gonna improve the, the the front seven but to say that we need to be in the super bowl that's putting too much pressure like i it, like i understand that we want to get there i understand it's been a long go for the Chicago Bears and them not being contenders. But we have a quarterback that that got sacked the most in the NFL last season. We don't know what what improvements. We can expect that off, uh, offensive line improvements are coming, but we don't know what's coming. To say that that team needs to be in the Super Bowl, it's just too much, fam. Like, that's just too much, man. I get having high hopes and expectations of the team and the franchise that you love. I get and understand that wholeheartedly. But we got to also be realistic in our desires for this team and realize to go from a, a, a three, and I would say three and 13, 17 games played now, to go from a three and 14 team to then jump that to being a Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying that there's not a world in which that happens if Ryan Poles just gets everything right. But to have that as an expectation and then say if they don't, the coaches need to be fired. Listen, you've left your voicemails before, and I understand your gripes with this coaching staff. Don't get me wrong. I understand that, especially the coordinators. There, there's some seriously things that I can, that I will be evaluating them better on with hopefully more talent overall on the roster. But to say that they need to be in the Super Bowl, bruh, come on, fam. That's, that's, that's a tough take, bro. That's a tough take, fam. 
Um, but let you guys can let me know what you think on it down below. If you're on the podcast side, I'll tell you how to get your thoughts and ideas into me. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.